where vibrant landscapes meet tranquil shores, August 2023 brought a challenge that Hawaii could never have anticipated. Raging wildfires swept across the islands, testing the resilience of a community known for its spirit of aloha. Today, we explore the stories of survival and unity that have emerged from the ashes, the controversies that have sparked debate, and the determined journey towards rebuilding a brighter, stronger future for Hawaii. Hello, my beautiful students, and welcome back to English News Pod, the best way for you to learn practical English through the news. I'm your host and teacher, Caroline. Today, we'll be discussing the devastating wildfires that have engulfed parts of Hawaii, particularly the island of Maui. We will explore the stories of the residents who have lost their homes, the response from the government, and the contrasting experiences of tourists and locals during this tragedy. Remember, you can find a full transcript of this podcast episode in the description. In August 2023, Hawaii faced one of its most severe wildfires, with the island of Maui being hit the hardest. The fires, which started on August 8th, have claimed over 100 lives, with many more missing. Entire neighborhoods were consumed by the flames, leaving residents fleeing for their lives with their families. While locals faced confusion, loss, and limited resources, some tourists were able to leave the devastation behind them swiftly. Tourists found themselves able to book same-day flights to escape the island, highlighting a stark difference in the resources available to locals and visitors during the crisis. Additionally, the topic of tourism itself has spread mixed emotions across the islands. Some locals are urging tourists to stay home, saying the phrase, quote, let Maui heal, end quote, while other local residents are encouraging tourists to visit, given how dependent the local economy is on tourism. The fires have ignited a few other controversies as well. The Maui Emergency Management Agency faced criticism for not sounding sirens during the fire. Since these sirens are mostly used for tsunamis, officials defended this decision stating that they were afraid people would have moved towards the mountains and into the fire's path. However, residents are angry that they weren't given earlier warnings to evacuate and feel that officials prematurely suggested that the danger had passed. Adding to the tension, Developers are now trying to buy the scorched land from residents. 
Hawaii's governor Josh Green has vowed to block land grabs as Maui rebuilds, emphasizing the need to keep the land in local people's hands. He has instructed the state attorney general to work towards a moratorium on land transactions, a move that is likely to face legal challenges. Overall, the Maui blaze is the deadliest U.S. wildfire since 1918, and the Hawaii governor expects rebuilding. The burned area of Maui to cost more than five billion dollars. Let's try again, but this time faster. In August 2023, Hawaii faced one of its most severe wildfires, with the island of Maui being hit the hardest. The fires, which started on August 8th, have claimed over 100 lives, with many more missing. Entire neighborhoods were consumed by the flames, leaving residents fleeing for their lives with their families. While locals faced confusion, loss, and limited resources, some tourists were able to leave the devastation behind them swiftly. Tourists found themselves able to book same-day flights to escape the island, highlighting a stark difference in the resources available to locals and visitors during the crisis. Additionally, the topic of tourism itself has spread mixed emotions across the islands. Some locals are urging tourists to stay home, saying the phrase quote, "Let Maui heal," end quote, while other local residents are encouraging tourists to visit, given how dependent the local economy is on tourism. The fires have ignited a few other controversies as well. The Maui Emergency Management Agency faced criticism for not sounding sirens during the fire. Since these sirens are mostly used for tsunamis, officials defended this decision, stating that they were afraid people would move towards the mountains and into the fire's path. However, residents are angry that they weren't given earlier warnings to evacuate, and feel that officials prematurely suggested that the danger had passed. Adding to the tension, developers are now trying to buy the scorched land from residents. Hawaii's governor Josh Green has vowed to block land grabs as Maui rebuilds, emphasizing the need to keep the land in local people's hands. He has instructed the state attorney general to work towards a moratorium on land transactions, a move likely to face legal challenges. Overall, the Maui blaze is the deadliest U.S. wildfire since 1918. And the Hawaii governor expects rebuilding the burned area of Maui to cost more than five billion dollars. Let's take a look at some grammar. Number one, wildfires. Wildfires is a noun referring to uncontrolled fires that spread rapidly through vegetation. In the script. It describes the severe fires that Hawaii faced in August 2023. Number two, claimed. Claimed is a verb indicating an action where something is taken, often with negative consequences. In the context of this news story, it is used to state the number of lives lost due to the fires. Number three, fleeing. Fleeing is a verb describing the action of running away from a dangerous or threatening situation. 
The story uses it to show how residents responded to the fires. Number four, governor. Governor is a noun referring to the leader of a state or territory. In this podcast, it is mentioned as Hawaii's governor Josh Green, who has taken a stance on land grabs and rebuilding efforts. Number five, tension. Tension is a noun referring to emotional strain or stress caused by conflicting situations. In the script, it's used to describe the heightened emotions related to land development and rebuilding efforts. Number six, controversies. Controversies is a noun and refers to disagreements or disputes over issues. This podcast mentions controversies related to various aspects of the wildfires aftermath. Bonus: Let's dive into a fascinating grammatical concept related to time and context. We're talking about the prepositional phrase "in August 2023." A prepositional phrase is a group of words. Starting with a preposition and ending with a noun, pronoun, or gerund. In this case, in is the preposition, and August 2023 is the noun phrase it's connected to. But why is this seemingly ordinary phrase so important? Let's break it down. In August 2023 gives us more than just a date. It provides a time frame. That narrows down the occurrence of the event we're discussing. Just as a spotlight focuses on a particular area of a stage, this phrase illuminates the specific month and year when the severe wildfires struck Hawaii. Imagine the difference if we only said "in 2023" or "in the summer." While those phrases provide a general idea, they lack the precision that "in August 2023" offers. The added context ensures that you, the listener, understand exactly when these events took place, enhancing your comprehension of the situation and its significance. That wraps us up for today. If you liked this podcast, please subscribe and follow. Thanks for listening, and I will see you soon for more news in English.